Hello and welcome to Kiwi Rider Podcast, New Zealand's premier motorcycling podcast made by Kiwi Riders for Kiwi Riders. My name's Ray Huron and thank you very much for joining me for this episode. Later in the show, we're going to dive into the history of the Triumph Bonneville. The bikes have been around for donkeys. Some people love them, some people not so much. I think they look stunning. But where does the name come from? What's the history behind the mark? We're going to get there later on in the show, but before we get there, we need to head down to Lower Hutt and have a chat to Jimmy from TSS Motorcycles at the unveiling of the pre-production unit they haven't hit the country yet, the third generation Suzuki Hayabusa. We're down to TSS uh, Motorcycles, Lower Hutt and the one and only third generation Suzuki Hayabusa has landed and my god it looks fantastic. Jimmy? It's nice and uh, nice and reloaded, so to speak. It's got, um, yeah, obviously a higher booster, but very cool uh, styling cues and, and a lot more aggressive than the old one. It's true to form, though. It's not, like, completely removed from the old one. Yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously with a, an iconic machine such as a Hayabusa, Suzuki don't want to stray too far from the roots. They, they need people to know what it is. Uh, it's instantly recognisable, but by the same token, the old one's quite a few years old now, 13 years old, and they needed to modernise it, and um, that they've done. What are your thoughts? What are your feelings? This is the only one in the country right now, right? Yeah, 100%. So this is a pre-production model that Suzuki Japan got here for various launches. Um, it's it's doing the rounds of New Zealand and other bike shops and boat show and things like that. Uh, so, but but customer stock isn't far away. You know, um, they're talking. Perhaps by the end of June, we'll have people out there riding them. Um, and and it's exciting. The bike is everything we'd hoped for. It's addressed the issues of the old one. Much more modern electronics suite. Um, better braking performance. Uh, quick shifters as standard. Um, it, it, it retains all of the Hayabusa ethos, but really kicked it up a gear into, into modern bike standards. Brilliant. Uh, so you got a bit of a launch here tonight. Um, how many, do you know how many people you're expecting here to come check out this baby? We could have more people than will fit in here. Um, we, we could be anywhere between 50 and 60 people here, but we'll know when they get here. You know what Facebook's like. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> nice, right. Um, outstanding. Wow. I, I, I can't wait to ride one of these. Um, I don't really know what else to say. Uh, the, we can talk about the brochure all you like. This one over here, is this uh, the second gen or the first gen? That's the second generation. Um, so that's actually a 2008 model, so that bike's 13 years old. Um, and it's, we just have it on display to compare to the, to the new model so people can you know, visually see and, and feel the difference between the two new two, between the two bikes. Is this TSS's bike or is this like a customer's bike, your bike? No, no, this is, a, this is a, our bike. We've um, we actually just traded it, luckily. Um, so now we've got two second generations in stock and I expect we'll have a whole lot more real soon. Brilliant. Roll on, hopefully, nearing the end of June. We can ride this puppy. Uh, photos, full specs, everything up at social media. Um, and if you want to check one out, uh, what come down and say day to the guys at TSS. Yeah, 100%. We'll only have this bike here till Monday, so it's only here three days. Um, but then going forward from there, we'll have a demonstrator available as soon as the bike's hit, the, hit, hit, hit New Zealand. Outstanding. Hey, thanks for your time. Sweet, man. Thanks for coming in. The current lineup of Triumph Bonnevilles includes the Street Twin, the Street Scrambler, the Scrambler 1200, the Bonneville T100, the Bonneville T120, 
the Speed Twin, the Bonneville Speedmaster, the Bonneville Bobber, and the Thruxton RS. Nine motorcycles carrying on the heritage of the Bonneville. But where does it come from? What's the history behind the brand? I'm Raymond Heron, and in this special edition of High Beam, we're diving into the world of Triumph to look at the Bonneville line of motorcycles. The Triumph Bonneville started life with a parallel twin four-stroke engine. Of course, the name derives from the Bonneville Salt Flats in Utah, USA, where the Triumph and others attempted to break the motorcycle land speed records of the day. But more on that later. First produced in 1959, the Bonneville was manufactured in three generations over three separate production runs. Generation 1 was 1959 to 1983, Generation 2 was 1985 to 1988, and Generation 3 began in 2001 and continues to the present day as a completely new design that strongly resembles the original series. Let's wind that clock back to 1959. The first Bonneville was a T120, 650cc parallel twin manufactured by Triumph Engineering and later Norton Villiers Triumph between 1959 and 1974. The T120 was Edward Turner's last product design that made it into production before retirement. This new motorcycle was designed, tested and produced so quickly that it didn't even make it into the 1959 Triumph product catalogue. It was based on the company's Triumph Tiger T110 and fitted with the Tiger's optional twin 3 and 3 16ths Amal monoblock carburetors as standard, as well as the model's high-performance inlet camshaft. Initially it was produced with a pre-unit construction engine which enabled the bike to achieve 115 miles per hour without further modifications. But later in 1963, a model revision was made which included more bracing, giving it a stiffer steering head and swing arm. The steering head angle was altered and improved shocks fitted, which increased the Bonneville's performance to match that of the rival bikes at the time. Later revisions to the model included utilising the frame to house the engine oil instead of a separate tank. Launched in 1959 by Triumph as the best motorcycle in the world, the Triumph T120 was aimed at the lucrative US market where enthusiasts were demanding extra performance. The Bonneville name, as mentioned earlier, comes from the achievements set on the Bonneville Salt Flats in Utah, USA, or more specifically, the achievements set by Texas racer Johnny Allen. In September 1955, Allen had achieved a two-way average speed of 193.3 miles per hour, or 311 kilometers per hour, on his special motorcycle, the Devil's Arrow, a 650cc twin-cylinder Triumph engine fueled by methanol in a unique streamliner fairing Allen's speed was ratified as a record by the American Motorcycle Association, but not by the World Authority, the FIM, as no official observers were present. 
German motorcycle firm NSU took the record the following year, so Alan and his team returned to the Bonneville Salt Flats in September 1956 and won it back with an average speed of 214.17 miles per hour, or 344 kilometers per hour. The FIM also refused to accept this as a world record, but Triumph gained much needed publicity from the legal dispute that followed. After the Bonneville T120 had been named in recognition of Allen's records, other Triumph-engined motorcycles went faster still on the Salt Flats. In 1962, Bill Johnson set a two-way average of 230.2 miles per hour, or 370.5 kilometers per hour, over a measured mile, riding a 667cc streamliner whose design was based on the American X-15 rocket plane. In 1966, Detroit Triumph dealer Bob Lepin raised the record to 245.66 miles per hour or 395.3 kilometers per hour with his Gyronaut X1 powered by two 650cc Triumph engines. For the next few years, Triumph fitted Bonneville Roadsters with world's fastest motorcycle stickers. The first actual race the Triumph Bonneville participated in was the 1959 Thruxton 500, entered by Triumph dealers including Alec Bennett and King's Motors with bikes supplied from the factory. In this first race they finished second. This was the beginning of a successful era of Triumph motorcycle racing. In 1962, Tony Godfried and John Holder rode T120 Bonnevilles to victory in the Thruxton 500 mile endurance race and an article in The Motorcycle entitled Thruxton Triumph by Bonneville led to the development of the Triumph T120R Thruxton which was hand-built by a team of Triumph technicians using specially picked components and precision milled cylinder heads and crankcases. Peak power was increased and each Thruxton engine was bench tested to deliver around 53 base horsepower or 40 kilowatts at the crank at 6,800 RPM with a safe rev ceiling of 7,200 RPM. Only 52 of these Thruxton T120Rs were built in late 1964, early 65 to meet homologation requirements for production racing and surviving examples are rare. But 100 more machines were subsequently manufactured and supplied to selected dealers and riders. Further examples were also built by dealers with the factory's approval from factory supplied parts. The T120 won the production Isle of Man TT in 1967 and 1969 in the 501-750 cc classification. The reintroduction of the production TT was in 1967 when John Hartle took first place. Two years later in 1969, Triumph set a new landmark in TT history when Malcolm Uphill averaged 100 miles per hour or 160 kilometers per hour around the mountain course on a Bonneville. Uphill's achievement was the first time that a production motorcycle had ever passed the three-figure mark from a standing start. Following Uphill's record, the Dunlop K81 tyres he was using were renamed TT100s. In 1969, Bonneville T120 bikes achieved the first three places in the Thruxton 500. Percy Tate and co-rider Malcolm Uphill finished first, 
ahead of two other Triumph T120Rs. The early 650cc T120 Bonneville, often known as the duplex frame model, was replaced in the early 70s by the T140 Bonneville. The same basic machine with a 750cc engine, refined from the later oil and frame version of the T120. The first few T140s, designated the T140V, featured a larger capacity engine of 224cc, a 5-speed gearbox option and indicators, but still retaining drum brakes and kick start. Shortly after, the engine was further bored out to 744cc and front disc brakes were fitted using single discs until 1982. In 1975, along with engine modifications, the gear change lever was moved from the right to the left to comply with new regulations mandated for the American market and a rear disc brake was fitted. Several T140 models followed, featuring various modifications and refinements, including electric start from 1980 until production ceased with the closure of the plant in 1983. Although this should have been the end of the Bonneville, it turns out that it wasn't. Triumph Motorcycles was acquired by businessman John Bluer, who licensed a company called Racing Spears in Devon, run by Les Harris, to manufacture the T140 Bonneville. These continuation bikes are known as the Devon Bonnevilles, which did not reach the market until 1985 and were not sold in the US. Production ended in 1988. Bluer's Triumph Motorcycles Limited launched a completely new model, the Bonneville 800, a 790cc engine, in September 2001. Originally built exclusively in Hinckley, England, some models are now produced at the company's Thailand manufacturing facility, which also makes components and accessories for various Triumph motorbikes. The new Bonnevilles strongly resemble the earlier models in style and basic configuration, but with modern engineering. At the debut, the new model was given the 790cc parallel twin engine, with the up-specced T100 receiving an 865cc engine from 2005. From 2007 onwards, all Bonnevilles received the 865cc engine. Through 2007, all engines had carburetors. Electronic fuel injection was then introduced in the 2008 models in Britain and to the US models in the 2009 model year. In both cases, to comply with increasingly stringent emissions requirements. Dummy carburetors, which are actually redesigned throttle bodies made to resemble carburetors, have been added to the 2009 models to retain the original vintage styling of previous years. For 2016, Triumph introduced the all-new T120, a 1200cc, 270-degree liquid-cooled, single-overhead cam version of the Bonneville. Then, in 2017, a T100, 900cc version. From 2008, all Bonnevilles received the slightly larger and reshaped tank, which was created to accommodate the electronic fuel injection pump but the tank capacity was not altered. 
Even though the US 2008 models were not injected, they still received the larger tank, therefore the space for the pump wasn't used. For all the bikes in Triumph's current modern classics line, the T100, Thruxton, Scrambler, America and Speedmaster are derived from the new Bonneville. In 2006, Triumph launched the 68 line of Bonneville accessories, offering vintage and modern style items including seats, seat covers, cam covers, sprocket covers, petrol tank covers, tank badges, panniers and other items to allow Bonneville owners the opportunity to customise their bikes for considerably less than traditional customisations. The adoption of the EFI engine in 2008, however, rendered many of these accessories obsolete since tank covers, tank badges, etc. would not fit the redesigned tank. The original T120 Bonneville was a speed-orientated motorcycle, but these days the new Bonnevilles are softer and aimed at the roadster market. In particular, the 865cc Bonneville competes directly with the Harley-Davidson 883, with the outlet Motorcycle News declaring that the Triumph Bonneville is unquestionably the better motorcycle, the handling is more respectable and the brakes markedly better. Of course, what more would you expect? It's British. wraps up the show for this week hey thank you very much for listening and sticking with us through this episode if you'd like to hear more content like what we did with the triumph bonneville the history of give us the topics you'd like to hear about give us the topics you'd like us to research you can email us podcast at kiwirider.co.nz or get hold of us on social media we're on facebook and instagram as well love to hear from you feedback topic ideas anything you'd like us to review get at us if you'd like to support the show jump on patreon search out kiwi rider podcast maybe a dollar a week dollar a month 50 cents a month whatever you'd like if you can support us we'd appreciate that help us create this content and bring it to you absolutely free every week with that said this is kiwi rider podcast i've been ray heron keep the rubber side down throttle on and we'll catch you in seven days time <laughs>